There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Christian schools have welcomed the federal government's long-awaited response to the Protecting the Age of Innocence report. Earlier this year, Christian Schools Australia wrote to the Prime Minister and other ministers urging them to adopt the committee's recommendations and take action on this issue. The House of Representatives Standing Committee on Social Policy and Legal Affairs report Protecting the Age of Innocence considered the potential role of online age verification in protecting children and young people from exposure to online wagering and online pornography. Well, let's get some insights into what it might mean for families with Mark Spencer, the Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Mark, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be here again. Mark, the committee agrees there's widespread and genuine concern about the serious impacts of the welfare of children associated with wagering and porn exposure. That's something you're welcoming. It is, and not not the uh, the problems, not the concerns, but uh, not the serious impacts, but certainly the acknowledgement of those by the by the committee. Uh, you know, as a society, obviously in recent months, we've had a lot of focus on. Uh, issues around consent, issues around caring for women, uh, the sexualisation of, of uh, relationships. And uh, you know, it's, it's great to see the committee recognising and identifying uh, the impact of porn uh, on these sort of issues and the impact of porn on, on young people. There must be some good possibilities that you can see here. The idea of age verification online, like a, a layer, a a protective barrier that's going to protect a whole lot of children. Absolutely, and that's that's one of the, the great problems with the internet. I and mean, the internet is a great blessing in many ways, but it's also been a great problem in many ways. Um, it's just too easy nowadays for for young people. Uh, very young children. Uh, some of the, the stats in the report around the ages uh, that children were accessing porn online is is quite frightening. Uh, we're talking about very young children, primary age children uh, who are going online and often um, not intentionally seeking out pornography, but but now stumbling across it effectively. Um, the you know, research conducted in 2018 that the report quotes talking talks about. Uh, you know, one third of parents of children aged two to seventeen were being concerned about their children accessing porn. That's a very, very young age at the, the bottom, and a very widespread level of concern around these issues and that, that uh, inadvertent access. 
Oftentimes, we'll put the responsibility for protecting our children here on parents. And, of course, that's very valid. But if it comes to online protection for children, it has to go to this government level. So some leadership required there. Yeah, and certainly uh, the role of parents. No one's wanting to undermine that or take away that responsibility. But, But parents need help. Why not help parents when, when it's as simple as, as this process? So what we're, what we're talking about here, what the committee is talking about, is not uh, you know, just a simple, um, you know, go to a website, click are you over 18. We're talking about a process that has been implemented overseas um, and that will put another layer of protection to stop that, that you know, low bar of banner access pornography, the ease of banner access pornography. There'll be... Tech heads, there'll be you know certain um, savants who'll be able to get around uh, those mechanisms, and, and that's what the industry likes to focus on and, and talk about that no, nothing's foolproof. And we're not expecting something to be foolproof. We're just trying to give a helping hand to, to parents who are concerned about their kids and want to limit their their exposure. So government recognising the problem, and this really just a first step in moving forward, because as I understand it, there's another 12 or 18 month period where the government is going to be doing further research and consultation. So it's an important time over this next 12 to 18 months. It is absolutely an important time. Look, this is a, this is a don't, don't get me wrong, this is a very important first step. The uh, the porn industry, big porn, as I've, I've heard it referred to by uh, Collective Shout and, and others, uh, you know, th- they talk up the, the red tape burden that they say it's going to, to be imposed by these sort of measures. Um, so th- th- there will be opposition to these measures. Let's be clear about that. And uh, mums and dads around Australia, ordinary mums and dads, wanting their kids to be, to be kept safe, need to, to make sure that our, our politicians do deliver on, on the promises. But this is an important first step. Uh, Andrew Wallace, a member for, for Fisher up there on the Sunshine Coast, did a great job as chair of the committee, and the government's committed to implementing these recommendations and putting in place a system that will provide that protection for families. When you've got big porn and some industries, uh, certainly around the wagering, the gaming online, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have loud voices. Uh, there has to be other voices, voices in the mix too. Problems. Uh, loud voices, deep pockets. And so when parents are thinking of the role that they might play and organisations like you at Christian Schools Australia, you know, there's a certain expectation, isn't there, that this has to be attacked with almost the same sort of level of, you know, uh, fire versus fire. Absolutely. And look, there are some great groups working in this area. Uh, Collective Shout, I mentioned a, a little while ago, Melinda Tankard Reist and, and uh, others involved in that have been doing some great work. Uh, more locally, at a very local level in Toowoomba, um, uh, Toowoomba City Woman, Women has, has uh, uh, Toowoomba is a city free of porn, is, is their campaign out there. And it's been very successful with local government support. So, you know, this, this isn't all doom and gloom. There are lots of. Uh, really positive things happening in the space to protect families um, and you know we, this is a battle that we can win uh, it just needs people to be persistent people to be asking questions uh, of their local MPs uh, what's happening about this are you going are you going to be committed to keeping my children safe in the meantime the responsibility that rests on parents shoulders is still there because even if there is a government initiative that implements this uh, there's still going to be a responsibility on the shoulder of parents isn't there 
There is. And, uh, and as a parent myself, it's something you need to be responsible for, uh, monitoring your, your children and what they're, what they're doing online. Um, it's one of the, the, the challenges of uh, increasing use of mobile devices. You know, making sure that you know children aren't going off into their bedrooms, other private spaces, and spending lots of time unsupervised online. Um, we actually designed our, our house when we built our, built our house a few years ago now with uh, a very public space for the, the kids' computers. So there was always someone walking by, and it was a you, know, you didn't have that, that, that little secret spot you could go to. Some of those things, and lots of other ways where uh, parents can just engage with children about what they are doing online, uh, learning what they're doing, who they're talking to, what games they're playing, what else they're doing online. And of course, not just parents. Let's talk about another layer. And of course, in your role as Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia, some people might be thinking, well, there's a line there between those state secular schools and Christian schools. Is it any safer in Christian schools? And and there no doubt are challenges in Christian schools too. But what's the general feeling that you might glean from, say, principals of Christian schools about how they are attending to this sort of problem? Yeah, there are a lot of uh, different uh, activities that, that our schools are running around the country. Our local schools are running seminars with parents, uh, with, with young people, um, just to make make them aware of some of the challenges and some of the, the solutions in this area. Um, there is a lot of good work already being done around how to to porn proof your, your child. It is I think the one program, um, and lots of resources to to make parents. Uh, better understand some of the challenges in this space. It's a very different world to um, uh, when you and I uh, probably grew up, Neil, and you know you would have had to go and, and buy some uh, brown paper bag wrapped um, uh, magazine from under a, a shop counter. Um, not that we ever would have, hopefully, but it's a very different world. It's much more available now. And we just need to be aware of that and, uh, and take steps to address that. And Mark, we might have that hopeful expectation that Christian parents are mindful of the challenges around wagering and pornography online, but I wonder whether you glean anything from a wider community attitude here, because parents, even though they may not be connected with church, might have the similar sorts of concerns here about availability of pornography for their children. Any sort of thoughts on on wider expectations in the community? I think there is a, a huge, silent, unfortunately, minority majority that are very concerned around this. Um, what we've seen with the, the the submissions of the inquiry, they identified a significant concern. Um, what we've seen with the responses to some of the issues we've seen happen in, in Parliament House and other places around the, let's be very frank, the exploitation and abuse of, of young women. Um, you know, those those things are not not acceptable. They never have been, never should have been. But uh, people are increasingly speaking out about those things, and that's a, a good thing as a society. And this is just part of, you know, it's been very well documented, the, the role that porn plays in and feeds into that sort of behaviour. And, and now's the time to stop it, and I think and now there is that community impetus to do that and act now.
So government acknowledging that there is a problem, a first step along the way to some solutions there. Mark Spencer, appreciate your insights around a very important issue today. Mark, the Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Let me point people to csa.edu.au. That's the website for Christian Schools Australia, csa.edu.au. Mark Spencer, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Pleasure as always, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.